Hey, hey, everyone. It's your girl, Mommy, and this is Ghana Girls Talk. Today, I'm here with the one and only Vanessa Sakwa, dear. I don't know why she adds her surname to it, but <laughs> but today, our topic is self-care. And I know you're wondering why we are talking about this and, you know, because our platform is basically for, you know, um, talking about our culture, Ghanaians and everything. So we try to kind of relate that to our culture and how we see self-care from that perspective and from the perspective of like, you know, being in America or like it just in general. So before we start, we'll define what self-care is. Okay, so take we have to take it back. Like I said, we always have to start with what? A prayer. So everyone, close your eyes. Lord, lift us up with your blessings today. I pray that you anoint us with strength and self-care today, tomorrow, and always. I pray that you grace us all with patience and wisdom. I pray that you encourage us throughout the day to take the correct steps, to walk proudly, and behave very, very well. In Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen. Amen. The pastor has spoken. (laughs) Before we start, I want to kind of define what self-care is so in the dictionary self-care is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health and it also says the practice of taking an active role in practicing one's own well-being and happiness in particular during periods of stress Mm -hmm. so maybe we should start by what we define as self-care because yes the dictionary is saying that but personally Like, if you think about self-care, what comes to mind? With me, I would say self-care is a preventative medicine. Not, you know, just the daily medicines that we take, but it's something that, like, everyone needs. It's a necessity in life because, you know, if you practice self-care, it helps so many things. You won't be able to, like, revert into maybe, like, depression. You won't be able to, you know, just little, little things. Yeah. Yeah. True. I think for me, when I think about self-care, I think about just like what you said, things that you do that basically like keeps you healthy and healthy in mind, um, healthy in your, you know, your physical health, everything like which encompasses your whole being in Ghana. It's I don't I don't think that I have even heard about the word self-care like that. Like I knew the word self-care, mm-hmm. but it was really not something that we talk about. Like when you say we, we is who we in the sense of like in my African home, mm-hmm. right? We don't say, oh yeah, let's like, you know, make sure you take care of yourself in that sense. Like, and I know there are basic things where, you know, your parents will tell you, like, make sure you take a shower, make sure you are, you know, you are eating healthy, make sure you're eating in the morning, make sure you're sleeping, you know, even sleeping is not really some a topic to talk about. It's something that you feel like it's natural, right? Mm-hmm. But when I came to this state, it's more like there's a whole topic of self-care, self-care. Yeah. because people are actually not doing these basic things that we think is just like normal to do. Mm-hmm. Like people are not sleeping well, mm-hmm. people are not eating well, people are not you know, making sure that their mind is, you know, um, relaxed or, you know, those kind of things. So it's like, I hear it every day here. I hear it on Instagram. I hear it on like, on radio, on TV. It's like, it's being promoted. 
And I think, you know, it's it's really a good thing. But I'm like, I just want to kind of say from my perspective of like being an African that self-care really wasn't like a topic, really. That and was I think tough. the main reason why like self-care and self-love and those things aren't really talked about in African homes is because the things you're seeing is surface level. Yeah. Africans, like, okay, when you're growing up as a girl, your mom will tell you, you know, like put, what do you call it, the limes mm-hmm. under mm-hmm. your armpit or take a shower this mm-hmm. way or wash your undies in the yeah. tub that way. To them, that's surface. Yeah. But then when it comes to like the greater and bigger things, everything is go to God. Yeah. You know? Fact. So in every African home, if you have an issue, pray. Yeah. If you have a headache, pray. If you have an exam, pray. So mm-hmm. that is why self-care isn't something that is pushed because, like I said, in every African home, everything is God. So I guess also the teachings that is being taught back home versus mm-hmm. here is another reason why self-care isn't promoted because they're going to be looking at you like, what the hell? Okay, life is supposed to happen this way. You know, this is meant, you know, if this didn't happen, maybe something else or God made it happen this way and it was meant to be versus here. If you're going through something, oh, no, 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 no. Sit back and understand and really think about why you're feeling this way or why this is happening that way. Yeah, definitely. You are definitely right about that. Um, it's definitely not promoted at all. Like, and I remember like, you know, even my caption on Instagram, I was like, you know, are we even allowed to vent? Like you, if something happens to you in an African home and not every African home is like that, but I'm just talking about majority. It's like, even you venting is like, okay, as you said, go to God. So why are you talking so much? Why? And you need that. You need to be able to air out all your grievances because that alone is it's very therapeutic and people pay money to hear just to go and sit at the, like a counseling office and talk about their issues and with african mentalities more like if you talk about it, it doesn't solve the issue yeah, so it, just, it already happened it already happened it happened, so, it happened. <laughs> so just let it go learn something yeah. from it or you don't learn something from it or keep it pushed yeah so it's like your your issues are very minimized and your emotions are minimized and like how you express is minimized. So it's definitely like a different ball game altogether. So um, I think the next question that I'll have is like, what are some of the things that you think you do or people can do to like kind of promote self care? Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's on the spot. There's okay. so many ways. So with self-care, mm-hmm. as you said, you know, I've went, researched or whatever, mm-hmm. and there are six types of self-care. So we have the emotional type of self-care. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, as you said, you can either write in your journal, seek a therapist, mm-hmm. you know, just create music, things of that nature. Then also we have physical self-care. And those are things that you as an individual would to, would do to release any stress. So, you know, some people may take a walk. I mean, some people may also, you know, sleep. Others may, you know, smoke marijuana just to release. (laughs) Others may do whatever they feel like doing. You have mental self-care. You have social self-care. And I guess with the social is what we tend to do. We tend to, like, go out with our friends, have brunch, eat. And then you also have just the spiritual self-care. And like I said, with that, Africans tend to focus on that solely. Yeah, you know, whatever you feel like you believe in, pray to mm-hmm. him or her. But like I said, my parents, if anything was to go wrong or anything is to happen, the first thing is to pray. Yeah. But then growing up, 
yes, I'm praying. Yes, I'm asking God why things are happening this way or, you know, what can I do? Sometimes I feel like I do get the answers, but Mm -hmm. then sometimes realistically I vented to him, but I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. You know, you feel, and, and I think when it comes to religion, we, we tread on it a little bit more carefully because I think of our parents' mindset of religion and how they practice their religion is definitely different from how we do it. Right. So it, it's definitely like, okay, I have told God about it, but I still want to tell somebody else too. sometimes like, you know, someone to just listen to me too. And it's like, okay, to them, it's like, okay, if you talk to God, God is real. So you don't need anybody else mm-hmm. to talk to about this. But yeah, for me, I think that they definitely put so much more emphasis on religion mm-hmm. and everything else is just like secondary. Secondary. And going to Africa, I realized the same thing. Coming from Africa, I realized the same thing. There are so many like churches at every corner. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as she said, that is really the safe haven to them. That's mm-hmm. the self-care they know. Mm-hmm. So it's like there are so many pastors that have come up because it's really a lot of... because. Realistically, people go through a lot of things. Yeah. So because there's a lot of issues and there's a lot of things to vent, there's also a lot of boom in that side where there's like a lot of churches everywhere. Like, you know, everybody going to their pastor and all those things. So it's definitely more emphasis on that. But I think another thing too that I realized is coming to the States, meditation. When you say meditation to an African parent, in the first mile, they think it's those Buddhists. Mm. <laughs> you're just sitting with your leg crossed. And I, you're saying, know. Mm. I know. I know. Honestly, to me, I think meditation just isn't for me. <laughs> no, yeah, honestly, yeah. it just isn't for me. Yeah. Like maybe I'll listen to the soothing music, mm-hmm. but after a while, I'm like, fuck, I'm still stressed. <laughs> like, no, honestly. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not for everyone. It, no, it, I yeah. see it. Yeah. It's, other, it's other things that I will partake in and I'll feel so much better. Yeah. But then I wouldn't say the thing about God mm-hmm. in that whole like self-care. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that if I cry unto the Lord, or if I cry to God, I don't feel better. That's not what I'm yeah. saying. I feel, you, especially like at certain times where you're crying, you're in the spirit and you're worshiping where it's like, hmm, like. Something like you feel like something has been released. Fine, I get that. But it's other times you also want to hear a response back. Even though God can show you different, different signs, yeah. we as humans want that touch. We also want that, you know, someone to vocalize that they hear us, you know? But then at other times, it's like for me to self heal or self partake in self care, I'm the type of individual that wants to take a step back. And like maybe lock myself in a room and cry. And I feel like to me that I feel so much better after I've done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes not every listening ear is someone that's going to actually help you. Yeah. Or someone that's going to, you know, say the right things. Because shit, they probably don't know, yeah. you know? So it, it, it's it's one of those crazy yeah, things. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely like, as you said, it's not all the things you mentioned with self-care. Mm-hmm. Is not every one of them that everybody will say works for them. Mm-hmm. So I think the goal is to make sure you're doing 
things that works for you. Mm-hmm. And because you know yourself better than anybody else. Yeah. As she said, someone might feel like going to a counselor is not something they want to do. Mm-hmm. Someone will say, I want to talk to my friend. Mm-hmm. Someone will say, I don't want to talk to my friend because my friend is going to air out my issues and tell other people. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, just going to go to a total stranger who is a counselor sure. And say everything. But I also say that one of the problems that we have at Africans when we always say, okay, go to the pastor is like not everybody feels comfortable seeing certain things. Yeah, the pastor, the pastor can probably be looking at you like, hey, so you sitting in my church and this is what you're doing. Yeah. Versus someone who is neutral or doesn't know you, Mm -hmm. so they can't really judge mm-hmm. you know and i think with africans a big thing that we deal with is judgmental oh yeah like judgment is something is it's super 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 big so with the judgment maybe there is someone back home that feel like okay you know i, I may need to seek help but they're so scared of what you know their mom mm-hmm. might say what the mom's friend might say because with them that's something we don't do so the next thing you're gonna say is this girl is crazy and then, you know, it, it just becomes a rippling effect. So I feel like that's another reason why people back home don't really, you know, think too big of self-care. And then with that, to them is a negative connotation yeah. that we don't have here. Yeah. Self-care, if you're doing self-care, that's the best thing that you can do because it's helping you. Yeah. But then yeah. back home, if you're someone that's, you know, emphasize, oh, I like to go to the spa, I like to do this for myself, then it's like, oh, you know, you like, bougie. as in, in tree, we would say, what's your home? What's your home? Yeah. Or like, what's your home? or like, you're, let me translate yeah. it for the non-tree speakers, <laughs> you're doing too much or you feel yourself too much or you're egotistic or, you know, you, it's just all about yourself. So I think maybe that's another reason why it isn't really you know, promoted. It. Yeah. And I think when you said that, it really brings my mind to one of the things, two of the things that I actually saw on Instagram was like a caption. And one of the captions that is on our Instagram page is like, baby girl, like self-care is a necessity, is not a luxury. And as you said, like back home, it's like you, if you talk about that, it's like, oh, You've gotten so much money, you are mm-hmm. so um so comfortable. You don't know what to do that with you, it. yeah, that you want to look for self-care. Like while someone will say, Let me wake up in the morning, try to go to work, do this, 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 blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, you have so much time on your hand and like you have nothing to do. So you're out here seeing, let's promote journaling. What is journaling? Like, you know, mm-hmm. let's promote this, let's promote that. So it's like you have that extra time on your hand. Mm-hmm. Forgetting that I feel like the person that is doing the most is even the person that needs the self-care the most. most. Because you are the one that most probably is going to give you more stress. That's not the person that you are seeing who has everything, you know, together. And it's like, you know, probably very content with life in your in in, in your, you know, opinion. Like you said, with the luxury, mm-hmm. the economy back home. I've never been, mm-hmm. so I don't know. But everybody's like, it's on a, it's a fast pace. Yeah, you gotta wake up, go get what you mm-hmm. gotta get, and then come back home. So, like you said, no one has time, time for that. So yeah. maybe someone who may be well off is the individual that'll have time to do that. Yeah. Versus, you know, someone that lives back home in the village. No, she gotta cook. She gotta do this. She gotta clean. She gotta take care of her husband. She gotta do. So no, she doesn't have the time to do that. Yeah. It's definitely like, as she said, it's definitely like that way. It's like there's so much, you feel like there's so much going on and there's no time to do those things. But I think that the goal is to make sure that even if it's for five minutes, like in your day, just taking that little break and like, you know, 
just having a me time. And actually, bringing, talking about this, this comes into mind. Traveling. Africans <laughs> don't like to travel, like to take vacations. And vacation is a self-care thing. Because it's like... But you have to ask yourself, why aren't they taking And that's what I'm saying. They're not taking vacation, as you said. It's like work, 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 and that's the priority. Like, I have things to do. I have family to take care of. I have family back at home to take care of. I have family here to take care of. It's like, it's a lot, as you said, also, it's a luxury. It's only rich people that take vacations. And another thing, too, was uh, that I think that the whole connotation about vacation, like vacation with Africans is, is when I started working, mm-hmm. I feel like taking a vacation is like my boss or my manager is going to look at me like, you don't want to work. You're lazy. You're lazy. Because back home, it's like, you got to go to work every day, <laughs> like except maybe weekends. That mm-hmm. I know. But here, it's, the culture is different. Mm-hmm. The culture promotes you taking the break. And when I started working, it's like I wanted to take one week off with you, you girls and you know go to New Orleans. And I felt like my God, like I just started working. I just started working. They're gonna think this way, they're gonna think that way. And you know, I was told by someone who is more American that hey, you can just take time off. And I I feel like this is something that we struggle with all the time. The culture here is different, it promotes that because as we said, when you go back home, it feels different. Yes, it's busy and everything, but somehow you don't feel it as bad as here. Here, you feel so much pressure. When I go back home, it's like a refreshing feel. Fine, it's a vacation, but I still feel like even if I was working, it wouldn't be as stressful as here. Because here, everything is fast-paced. Everything is like on the clock. People work nights. There, there's no night working and stuff. In the night, everybody's gone. Holidays, everybody not is not opening up. But here, people are working overtime, every single time. So it's like at the end of the day, it's a def, definitely a different environment, and I definitely would promote that here. You need even more self care. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that I want to mention before we move to the next thing is. I saw something on Instagram, and I can't really remember the exact thing, but it was talking about the fact that self-care is not only about taking spa dates, you know, going out with your friends and stuff like that. She said, self-care is a lot of things. So anything that you do that will promote more of self-love for yourself Mm -hmm. in any way, it might not be, as she said, it's not a luxury because maybe you feel like it's like zero to go to a spa. You don't Mm -hmm. have money, but you can be listening to music. Music is everywhere, but you can be talking to your friends. That is a way of taking time off for yourself. Maybe you could be eating all your favorite food. Mm -hmm. And even that one is another topic altogether. (laughs) So it's like, I don't want people to think that being doing self-care is something that you have to do some, like a big gesture, like, you know, go and do something big to really feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a minus, you know, small things. I have a plan that is self-care in the sense of just knowing that I, you know, I have something I'm looking at and like, you know, just even looking at it can even give you this. Mm-hmm. So it's this like a hobby. A hobby. Yes. And that could be a way of, you know, doing your self-care. But I think the issue is when it comes to that mm-hmm. self-care with Africans yeah. is it ties in, like I was saying, with self-love. Mm-hmm. Love is one of those things Africans 
we it's not pushed on us. Yeah. The only time love is pushed on us is when, you know, you're of age and it's time for you to get married or you're of age and you're dating or, you know, you're courting or whatever. But self-love isn't pushed. They always say love your neighbors as you love yourself. But to me, if you as an individual aren't taught how to love yourself, how can you love the next individual? Mm -hmm. So I think that's another problem. We aren't taught how to like really, truly and deeply love ourselves. The only type of love we, you know, is taught is to make sure you look nice or make sure you brush your teeth, make sure, you know, you, you smell good. That is the only type of thing that's pushed. So I think with that, that is why self-care isn't so big because love, self-love isn't as big as, yeah. you know, the self-care. So I feel like that's why a lot of Africans, even though we're, we move and we're smiling and, you know, we're laughing and we're doing whatever, we're inside, we're kind of like numb or we're dull because we don't do these things yeah. or these things aren't yeah. taught to us. I always say when I, when I have a kid or, you know, when I get a husband or a boyfriend. <laughs> She's single, people. <laughs> I would teach those things because I feel like it's, it's something that has to be taught at a young age. So when you grow up, Self-care wouldn't even, like you said, won't be a luxury. Something you know that is needed. Mm -hmm. That child or that individual will know, okay, one time out of a week, I'm going to, you know, stay, get off my phone, not watch TV, you know, just write down my feelings, write down my thoughts. Like, you know, say things to me that will make me feel good, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I feel like if we were taught those things, then self-care wouldn't be something we would have to talk about because we know it. Not it's, truly be it, part it, of it's us. It's part of what we yeah. do, you know, but it to us is not taught. Yeah, it it just it isn't. Because when you're talking about like you know, as you have a child and you're like, okay, write your feelings, do all these things. I realized that as she said, our idea about what self care is and our like negative you know feelings about it starts from there, right? Mm -hmm. Because and we are not as you said, we are, we self care is a lot of things, but we are going to this side of self care, which is venting and mm -hmm. talking about your feelings. And I realized that in the African home. You don't talk about feelings. <laughs> you can't talk about your feelings. Like we, we can't even talk about stuff like you know. Excuse me. To, no. So I even have to use excuse me to say vagina. Yeah, I'm trying to say the fact that I even have to say excuse me to say it's an issue mm -hmm. because it's part of our body, and I should be able to say vagina. But from where I come from, you can't say vagina just like that. So like some African homes, like they don't even talk about sex. With, with their kids. They don't talk about vagina or all this period and all these kind of things because all those things are part of self-care. Mm -hmm. And they don't even talk about those things that are so natural to us. Mm -hmm. So if it, they don't even do that, then how are you a child going to talk about, oh my God, I'm being bullied? Or, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, deal with it. I remember when I used to go to school, I used to be late. When you're late in Ghana and you go to school, you are, you are punished. You were beaten or you were punished mm -hmm. in the morning. And I remember telling like my parents that anytime they drop me home of school and I'm late, I they beat me up. My my mom and dad never went with me. <laughs> I saw some of like, you know, some of the parents, and most of the parents didn't do it. It's more like deal with it. It's part of school. Mm -hmm. Like it's part of life. It's part of life. Because they could just go and say, I'm the reason why my child is late. Because usually the reason why they beat us or they punish us is more like you probably didn't wake up early. Mm -hmm. That's a teacher's mindset. Yeah. Or you probably didn't get your stuff, you know, done. Together. So at least if it's your parents' fault, you would think your parents will go there mm -hmm. and tell them that, hey, it's my fault. And I that's their way of teaching you tough skin. And that's what she said in the beginning of the podcast, saying that 
we are taught to, you know, be tough. And being being someone who speaks about their feelings is weak. Is is being weak. And I, I feel like it's even going to be harder for even guys, even now, to talk about self-care. Because in their mind, self-care will even be something that is girly. Because that's like being weak and saying, oh, you know what I'm trying to say? That's when we have a lot of fucked up niggas <laughs> walking around. No, honestly, yeah. this is why. And that's why I said it's a it's a rippling effect that happens. Yeah. A lot of us are super, 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 super like, you know, we're hurting or we're going through something, but we can't really like vocalize it because shit, we didn't do it then. Why do it now? Yeah. You know? So I feel like it should be a whole shift where people should just like make self-care like a priority. I mean, school, education, you know, those things, yes, that's a heavy priority. But at the end of the day, yourself, because you can have all the money in the world. You can have all, you know, you can know how to read all the books in the world. But at the end of the day, if you as an individual, you aren't standing strong, then it's it, it just all goes to waste. Because I feel like our bodies, ourselves, our mind, that is like the foundation. And if your foundation isn't as strong as it needs to be, then whatever you do, like, you may have success, but it'll be for that short period of time because you won't even be able to like know how to navigate it, you know? Yeah. So I feel like our brains, our mind, our bodies, our soul, that is something that we should really, 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 That's really key. make into. And I feel like I'm trying to do that now because at first I used to just be like, fuck it and keep it pushing. Yeah. But now I'm getting to the stage where I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I do need to stop. Yeah. Take a break. You know, do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's just certain people you just need to, you don't even have to tell them. You that just, is a form of self care. Yeah, you just have to stay away yeah, from them because yeah. that negative, if you yourself, mm-hmm. I'm about to speak African English, <laughs> if you yourself is not doing good <laughs> and you got someone that's negative Nancy mm-hmm. standing next to you or around you, that does nothing to you yeah. as an individual. Yeah. So just knowing when to, you know, exit, eliminate, remove, detox the individual or something mm-hmm. or someone or from you, shit, it's like a whole weight has been lifted. Yeah. And that is self-care too. It is. Because as self, you know that that person doesn't care. <laughs> so you just got to let it go. Mm-hmm. So it's just everyone's, we all deal with how we, you know, yeah, we deal, deal with things, things differently. Yeah. And I think what she said is, and and what you said really hits the nail on the head because there are people that, which granted, like not saying push away people that are going through issues, mm-hmm. but there are people that are going through issues that they bring their issues on your head and you already going through all the stuff that you're going through. Mm-hmm. So fine, yes, it's okay for your friend to go through stuff and vent about it. But it, I think that what makes it more painful is when you feel like, they are trying to crush you, your issue down, crush you down just to make themselves feel better because they're going through their issues. And that's the one that is really fucked up. Yeah. And definitely, like, it is a form of self-care to be, yeah, I love you. Yeah, you know, we can talk. But I just cannot be around you that much because I feel like it's not helping me to, you know, kind of um, make sure that my mind and my body and whatever is, like, you know, okay. So sometimes it's taking a break. Mm-hmm. from that whole situation or that that you know friendship and i think it would be great for us to have a podcast talking about 
going out of friendships and like, you know, how we view it because yeah. it's a very big topic and people try to like kind of tiptoe around it and be like, oh, you are so mean to like cut somebody off. But sometimes it's necessary. No, I feel like I'm one of those people. I tiptoe around things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I tiptoe around things because it's not that I, I want to tiptoe around mm-hmm. things, but I feel like at that very present moment, yeah. whatever is going to come out of my mouth is something I'm going to regret. So I read the just not say it now and then take time to think about it so I word it in such a way or like I truly understand because I feel like I have an attitude. Not I don't have an attitude, but I feel like I, okay, let me re, let me go back. Let's take let's run, run this back. It's not that I have an attitude. I feel like trying to get a hold of the self-care, I'm starting to know certain things I want and what I don't want, what I would accept and what I can't accept, you know. And then also being African, let's just say you've grown, like you grew up with someone or, you know, someone has been there since you were a child. Your mom and dad will always tell you to look at what the individual has done to you or done for you. So because Mm -hmm. of that, you should have pushed that individual away. Fine. Granted, you, you would always be grateful for what they have done to you or for you or with you, by you. But at the end of the day, if you yourself don't feel great, it should be, it shouldn't be a problem to just say, you know what? So, so, and so I just feel like there's an expiration date mm-hmm. or I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think definitely in relationships, whether friendship or whatever, like, or even relationship with a man or a woman, whatever the case is, there are times where like you just go out of it and, you know, I think it's more crippling to you if you hold on to that because it's definitely going to be toxic mm-hmm. for you. So it's it's a whole topic on its own. I don't want us to go into that. like Because if you're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it the whole mm-hmm. time. But I think this uh, this self-care topic was much needed. It's much but low-key, if self-care was really like talked about, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be so many baby mamas. Oh, my It God. wouldn't be so many... <laughs> Heartbroken girls. Yeah, because it promotes self love. Because if you love love yourself, you won't put yourself in such a predicament where it's like you're looking like boo boo the food. You (laughs) know, all the time. You won't be looking like that twice. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be like, damn, this isn't what I need or this isn't what I want. Mm -hmm. This isn't what I need around me at this very moment today, tomorrow, and the next Mm -hmm. day. So I feel like, yeah, if self care was taught taught since you were a child, yes, we don't have because to be honest. To, to teach a child self-care is teaching your, self, your child self-love. Self-love, self-esteem. Yes. I'm not saying teach them self-esteem, but teach them how to cope with yes. certain things. Teach them, because let's just say if I was to push something on my child or push it on someone, then they won't understand it. They would just go off of what I'm saying. But if we teach the ways to cope with things, the ways to deal with things, or the ways to see things differently, then so much... Life would be so much easier. Not even easier. It would be so much better. We would be so much happier because at the end of the day, certain things won't hit you the way that they hit you, you know? Yeah. And then maybe drugs wouldn't be a big thing because people turn to drugs. Why? Because they feel like, okay, I need to, you know, well, smoking trees, I feel like is different. <laughs> <laughs> but people won't turn into drugs 
because they feel like they won't have to, that's their outlet, you know? So we will have different outlets. We would know, okay, maybe if I'm feeling stressed, let me go out, go for a walk, or let me jump rope. You you like to go to the gym when you're stressed. Yeah. I, I eat all day when I'm stressed. And, and it's, it's so funny because we have different ways of coping with stress. When I'm stressed, I lose so much weight. And I feel like I eat, but I just lose weight because my mind and my body probably don't, I know where it I don't know what it is. But some people just, I eat. <laughs> I eat, I eat, and then I get fat and fat, and then I get another stress because I'm dealing with the weight. So it's like, now seeing it, I'm just going to minimize, not even how I eat, but just, you know, not sleep after that. Just make me get up and walk around, stretch it yeah. out. And then honestly, because especially being African, and then you even gaining weight too is another stress on its own oh, because yeah. That's different another people topic. <laughs> are going to be in your ear, going to be in your face. Like People ask me all the time, Vanessa, oh, you've gotten big. Damn, can't you say something <laughs> else? Like, hey. And the way they say it too. It's the tone the behind tone's it. Weight, like, makes oh, you feel even worse. God. And that'll be a good topic to talk about weight um, gain and weight loss about weight with Africans in general because yeah. I feel like it's a different it, ball it, game. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Like fatty bon bon. Like damn. <laughs> like can I live? They say why you can see and the way the face what you can see means like you've got you've got him big. And the way they'll even say the face mm -hmm. they'll say is like a disgusting like they're disgusted mm -hmm. by your weight mm -hmm. and it, it's it's terrible. Yeah. Like, and you think that we coming from Africa and having more, you know, people that are on more of the heavy side, we'll be more accepting of it. But to be honest with you, no. they are mean when it comes to stuff like that. Like, very, very mean. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think we've done a lot of talking mm -hmm. and we got a lot of great, great, great points. I hope that everybody, you know, learn about how we deal with self-care and how we view self-care, both as, you know, people that have lived in America or, you know, in the States and, you know, people that have also, like, come from African, like, looking at African, how we view self-care. Um, you have anything to say, Vanessa? Or? Um, you did? <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't want to say something and it becomes super, super long. Yeah. But I know you do want to pray, so I'm still going to give you a little. Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah. But yeah, self-care, I'm going to push it for myself. I'm going to push it for other individuals because it, it saves a lot. It, it saves you because you'll feel better. You'll feel happier. You'll know how to deal with things. You won't be, you know, depressed. You won't be stressed. I mean, granted, stress comes, but you would know how to de-escalate it so it doesn't take a turn for the worse. So self-care, self-care, self-care. <laughs> self-care. Self-care is amazing. So thank you everyone for listening to us. Uh -uh. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I, you make me feel like I'm a devil. Like you are. <laughs> you so used to go to I mean come Okay, on. okay, okay. So uh, yeah, Vanessa, can you end the podcast with a prayer? Okay, bow your head, mommy. Gracious Father, we have come to the end of the podcast and we want to thank you. Lord, you've been with us from the start to the end. We just want to say thank you for that. Jesus, our good shepherd, help us listen to your voice and follow you wherever you are leading us this week. Father, may we walk according to the word so that we can be light to this world. Give us discernment that we may follow the voice of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And okay, this brings us to the end of the podcast. 
Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And remember to subscribe. Remember to follow our Instagram page, which is at Ghana Girls Talk Pod. And that's all I have. So bye. Bye. <laughs>